Welcome to the Micah Munoz Podcast, everybody. It's your host, Micah. Let's get right into it. I have a question for all of you guys. What do you do in tough situations? What do you do in tough situations? Keep that question in mind because it's very important to what we're talking about today. We're starting here in the book of James, and I'm just going to do verses 1 through 4. But... I really want to drive something home, and I hope this podcast really drive, drives drives the point home of what I'm trying to make. First of all, we need some quick context. This is the person writing this book is James, which is the brother of Jesus, and he is talking to the uh, Jewish Christians at the time. And so, mind you, James has concern for the persecuted Christians everywhere. Right, I mean, but right now he's talking to the Jewish Christians because they're getting persecuted as well. And my, and at the beginning of the book, it says to the twelve James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes scattered among the nations, greetings. So he has a concern for them, and he's writing it to them. Right. So I just wanted to get that out of the way to make sure we know. The context of at least the basic knowledge, the basic context of what we're talking about today. And you'll notice something about the verses. They're very practical and they're it's like it's like he's telling you this is what Christian behavior looks like. This is what being a Christian looks like. This is the behavior that you after you believe in Jesus, this is the behavior that should follow because you are made new in Christ. Look in Corinthians for that. Let's see. Second Corinthians? No, 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 no. It's not Second Corinthians. Hold on. It's Second Corinthians chapter uh, chapter five. I'm gonna get this for us real quick. Oh, there it is. Yep. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the old has gone; the new is here. So there's obviously, right, it talks about, there's this idea, the old is gone, the new is here, because you have been renewed, you have been forgiven, and now you've been given the Holy Spirit, and you're supposed to move forward and live for Jesus, right? But how do we do that? This book really tells us what it looks like. And so, but keep in mind that first question, right? The first question I ask you, what do you do in tough times? Because it's important for what we're talking about today. Here we go. Verse 2, trials and temptations. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. First of all, let's just start in verse 2. Verse 2 through 3, right? I want you to really... And this, this is important. Think about this. When the people of this world have trials, and I'm talking, I'm, and right now when I say people of this world, I'm talking to non-Christians. And if there are non-Christians listening to this, just hear me out, okay? I want you, I want to see if this is accurate or not, because sometimes I, I may be wrong. So I just want to see if this is accurate. Um, when the people of this world have trials come their way, What's the first picture that pops up in your guys' mind? 
And honestly, the first picture that pop and, and the first picture that pops up in your mind of what they do after that that happens, after that event happens in their life, that tr- that trial that they're being hit with, what do they do? Um, the first picture that popped up in my head was someone eating ice cream on a couch with a blanket over them, watching Netflix. It's the first thing that I thought of. They're sulking, they're crying, and that's the first thing I thought of. And, and you can't tell me that's not accurate because that's happened before. I've seen it. I've literally seen I've seen that. That's what people or they put in headphones and listen to music and cry cry in their bed, right? And, and they the world's moving past them, right? The world is moving past them, and they they're. By the time they're done, there's days and weeks. And sometimes for some people, it's even months or years. And the world is passing by them and they don't even realize it. They don't even realize it. And it's all because these trials that they face, they're they're hit with this trial and they don't know how to deal with it, right? And and mind you, some of the trials could be self-inflicted because of their sin, right? Some tries sometimes those trials we can bring on ourselves with the sin, with the, our decision. If we're going to sin, a consequence could be that trial because sometimes that really does happen, right? So I want you to keep that, keep that image in your mind. But what are we supposed to do as Christians? That's the big question. There's a difference. There's a difference of what we're supposed to do as Christians. There's a different. There's a difference in calling that what we've been called to. To, to, to do in these situations, right? We should not follow the way of the world in anything. And even in the way we deal with t- trials, we should not follow the way they do it, right? Okay, and this is, this is my explanation. I want to uh, continue it on. James said here, it says we should have joy when we face pain, trials, or persecution. Because of what we know such things can produce, not because of the persecution, pain, and trials itself. You see do you see what I'm saying there? Do you see what I'm trying what 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 James what James is saying there? We're supposed to what did he say? Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters. Right? Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. He, he tells us, consider it pure joy whenever you face those trials of many kinds because, and he gives you the reason. What's the reason? Testing of your faith produces perseverance, right? There's something good that comes out of facing those, uh, that there's something good that comes out of that, per, that you getting persecuted and you getting, going through these trials of many kinds, right? There's something good that comes out of it and it's perseverance itself, Right? And we should, and in these times, we should turn we, we should turn these times or these trials into learning and asking God for wisdom on how to deal with these trials. That's what we should be doing, right? And we should have a joy in suffering. And I know for people that are that are non-believers that are listening to this like joy and suffering that sounds terrible what are you talking about well it simply means this it it doesn't mean what you think it does 
we should have joy in suffering because of what we're doing it for. The world suffers all the time, right? People in this world always suffer. Christians suffer. Everybody suffers something. But why? what are you suffering for? That's the question. What are you suffering for? You see where I'm going with this? What are you? Su- I'm going to keep saying it again. What are you suffering for? Are you suffering for the gospel? For people? Are you suffering so so you can pers- pursue to ma- uh, pursue the? Um, are you suffering to bring the gospel out to all the nations and tell people about Jesus, or are you suffering because of your sin? Are you suffering because you're bringing it on yourself, right? You got to find that. You got to see you see what I'm saying? You should have joy in suffering, but it depends what you're suffering for. If you're suffering for the gospel, you should have joy in suffering because you know what you're doing is for God. And what you're doing, you're suffering for the gospel, right? And you should have joy in that because that that those people that you talk to about Jesus, even though they persecuted you and they may have caused you suffering, they may give their life to Jesus one day and you'll see them in heaven and they'll thank you. You see where I'm, you see what I'm saying? There's something good that comes out of suffering, but it depends what you're suffering for. Depends what you're suffering for. So guys, I just wanted to give that message out to you guys. I wanted to relay that to you and I know that was a that was really quick. It's almost like a devotional, but and for the non-believers listening to this, I want you to know something that all the suffering you may go through here on this earth, right? You may go, you may be going through tons of suffering, tons of things, right? But let me tell you, when you let, when you let Jesus take over your life and you give your life to him and you rely on the finished work that he had that he did on the cross and he rose again 3 days later and defeated death when you rely on that and you believe in that and you true press in and say God I'm yours you give your life to him all the suffering of this world you won't it, you won't even you'll look at it and say ah I'm going to have joy in this because I have the Lord. Because I know where I'm going. I know where the Lord's brought me out of. And I know that, yes, I may be suffering right now. But I'm doing it for Jesus. I'm doing it for God. There's something a lot different in suffering for, for for the sake of the gospel than suffering because of the sin you're living in. Because that suffering you're in right now. It, the suffering in this world happens because of what we live in a fallen creation. It's because of sin that this suffering even happens. But you could suffer for the gospel instead. And you could you can give your life to Jesus and he will help you through that. And he's going to help you through it so much so that you're going to consider it pure joy that you get to even suffer. Or that you even get to be persecuted or that you even get to serve God. You're going to have joy in serving, joy in suffering, joy in giving and joy and believing you're gonna have joy in all those things right it's a beautiful thing and i I just want to lay that out there for the non-believers if there are any listening to this because 
Um, it's important that you guys know that. That is part of this podcast. Is It's a ministry. It's not just a podcast for Christians, but it is a podcast for everybody so that people can see who Jesus is. So I just want to lay that out there for you guys, and I appreciate you. Can't wait till next time. Peace.